0: What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to Bear With Me, a Chicago Bears podcast hosted by yours truly, Robert Schmitz, right here on Windy City Gridiron podcasting channel. And I am coming to you live with Windy City Gridiron's lead draft analyst, Jacob Infante, as the Bears have just selected Kyler Gordon, a cornerback out of Washington, with the 39th pick in the draft. Jacob, how are you feeling? Uh, I like the pick. I'm not ecstatic
1: about it, but I'm not angry about it. I think it's decent enough value. I mean, it's a big need, that's for sure, that I think that not a lot of people talked enough about because obviously the glaring needs on offense are so big. But I think you're looking at with Gordon, a guy who can step in right away, start alongside uh, Jalen Johnson. They needed that for their defense. I think that uh, Iberflus was... Given a gift here, he's like, okay, I'm going to give my new head coach a toy here, and then I'm going to work with the offense here to uh, figure something out here with the next pick. So I think it's a solid pick. Uh, I can dig more into exactly why I think that, but just right off the cuff, I think it's it's decent.
0: After weeks and weeks, if not months, of talking about receivers or at least offensive players, I'm... Not going to lie. I mean, so Logan Hall already off the board. Didn't have to think about that. Travis Jones was still on the board. So if the Bears wanted to go three tech, they could have gone in that direction. But I think I'm just a little bit bummed. D- Jacob, purely because I really liked what Thomas Graham was offering, it's obviously a good thing to have more good corners on your roster. So even if they do like Graham and see him as a spot starter instead of a true starter, I can respect that. Not to mention, corners, one of those rare defensive positions that takes a little while to learn. A lot of rookies don't have, I mean, certainly, suffice to say, rookie corners do not play their best ball and they start to really round into form around their sophomore, if third year in the league. So. I get the theory. I get the pick. It's more. It's more evidence to the idea that Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus are working for. I think, anyways, a 2023 team. I'm just hoping that the, that offensive talent falls to them, so that we don't look back at this and say, "I worry they missed their chance." You know?
1: Yeah. No, most certainly. I think that uh, this is a team that's looking towards the future. I mean, there's no reason to uh, to think otherwise. At least in my opinion, I think that you're. Uh, several moves away from being able to contribute. And even if they took a wide receiver here, even if they uh, took an offensive lineman here, there's still a chance that they can do that. But uh, I think that this isn't a team that's ready to compete now. So we'll see what happens. But I think it's something they needed to do eventually. I didn't know if they are going to do that this year or next year, but uh, time will tell.
0: We could talk more about the theory later. Right now, Jacob, tell me about Kyler's game. What do you think of him overall?
1: Yeah, so with Kyler, I think a big thing is hit fluidity. He's the type of guy who can change direction well, who can mirror route concepts. Uh, pretty solid football IQ and diagnosing route concepts and whatnot. Uh, good upfield speed. I think he does a good job of, you know, accelerating uh, upfield coming out of his brakes, out of his backpedal. I think he's quick to, you know, quick to change direction, like I mentioned. Uh, one of the better tacklers at corner in this class, I think you'll – I. Uh, Those who watch tend to agree. Uh, He plays with a high motor, you know, intense type of guy. Uh, Maybe didn't test out of this world, but did test pretty well, uh, at least in my opinion. Uh, He might not have lived up to expectations, but I still think he did a good job. I think he's the type of guy that sure maybe doesn't have elite ball skills, but he's developed in that regard and he's developed in terms of his ability to play with physicality, not just the want to, but the play strength itself. Uh, It's a well-rounded guy, maybe not the highest ceiling up out there, but certainly a pretty high floor. I think he's a, a good starter in the league and, you know, having a good starter at corner is never necessarily a bad thing.
0: No, not at all. I mean, especially given that, in that, it, the hope would be that there it is. The Bears have addressed corner. Now they can roll with Jalen Johnson. Uh, Kyler Gordon and if they do like Thomas Graham they could see him like we said earlier as CB3 maybe he fights for the nickel honestly I don't know with a guy like Graham who didn't test outstandingly well either but the nice piece is is that in zone you don't need the world's most athletic corners unless they get taken vertical because special, or like in most cover two schemes they're going to be doing a lot of hanging they're going to be doing a lot of dropping back into cover four with a lot of cushion underneath them like you're saying they don't need to be superstar athletes to play in the that cover two scheme i'm just hoping like we said earlier that he can be everything that they want them to be because i can't help but think jacob that when your first pick is at 39 you can treat it like a first rounder and that's not always fair to somebody like i mean anybody honestly in the second round because they don't have the near the same pedigree as a first rounder but but i can't help but thinking about way right yeah no
1: definitely and when i watch uh kyler gordon a lot of people did have him in the first round a lot of you know the general consensus was he's a potential late first round type of guy and he was in the upper tier of cornerbacks that could potentially fit in there uh so again i think it's solid value i was a little lower on him than the consensus but again i don't hate him as a prospect by any means i think he's a solid starter Uh, I'm now intrigued to see what they do at 48, you know, more so even than that because going defense first uh, makes me think, okay, what's the plan now? What are you going to do going forward?
0: And honestly, I mean, Jacob, I I have to say, because George Pickens has been the name on every Bears draft board, every Bears tweet, every Bears mock draft for about a month now. Maybe there's a chance that those interview concerns that we heard about are a little bit more, let's say, uh, real than, than we would have thought, because at the very least, I don't know when we're going to see George Pickens get taken, and so I'll keep my eyes out. Maybe he goes in Indianapolis, just like we would have thought, and the Bears pick just prioritized corner over wide receiver. I can't necessarily blame them either, because I know you're not the biggest Alec Pierce fan, but there are a lot of good wide receiving options down in the draft. You just may need two of them to make up for the effectiveness that one higher picked wide receiver would have made, but, like you, er, but I know you know that is this is a good pick for the future it's never a bad thing to add a talented defensive back to your uh to your team I know I need to do more film study before I have an educated opinion on him but it sounds like based on what you're saying the Bears are in pretty good shape in the defensive backfield with him on board
1: yeah yeah I think that it's huge for them because they were admittedly pretty thin at least in my opinion on the back end but, uh, you're still looking at someone who can step in right away, and I, I admittedly haven't been keeping up with the preceding picks, uh, as I've been frantically you know switching in between tabs and you know planning content, whatever. But uh, I think there's still going to be talent for the bears on the board on the offensive side of the ball. So uh, I'm excited to see exactly who that talent's going to be, because I'll admit I will be probably a little disappointed if they go defense defense, but time will tell, time will tell.
0: And like you're saying, it's suddenly this pick kind of has everybody going, okay, yeah, but, and then now looking towards pick 48, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. hopefully, like now that trade down becomes really intriguing because you haven't traded down from 39. Instead, you took Gordon. I'm in, I can't wait to see what he yeah. looks like on tape, and we're about to take a look. So thank you so much, Jacob. Any final thoughts on uh, Gordon the pick? Uh,
1: not really, honestly. I think we summed it up pretty well. I think this is a guy who can, uh, like I've, I kept saying, a day one starter, someone who's fluid, someone who's going to be able to cover well. Good scheme fit. Uh, solid pick. Again, maybe not the highest upside. It's not offensive side of the ball, so some people might not love it, but... I think it's a decent
0: amount <laughs> <day. laughs> I was about to say, I think I think a lot of people can be unfair. After all, yeah. defensive talent is just hard to find. Maybe yeah. you used to be able to find a really good corner in the seventh to fifth round. Obviously, the Legion of Boom got basically assembled that way. But in a draft, I think our own Ken uh, Mitchell said this, in a draft where corner talent is thin, if the Bears wanted to add a corner, it makes sense to add a 39. I think a lot of us were just thinking maybe they wouldn't. But it's a sensible move if that's the path they want to take. Hopefully, it pays off for him. Perfect, Jacob. Thanks so much for jumping on. I will see you at pick 48.